Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. have a testimony in the house. I like your excitement. The testimony we have is about divine provision. Church, help me welcome Haniel to bring us his testimony. Oh, encourage him with your hand clap. Please introduce yourself to the church. Hello, everyone. My name is Haniel, and I'm an instrumentalist for the Word Encounter Fountain of Life Gospel Choir and the Prison Worship Team. You are also a member of the BDs, Addis. Yeah, I am. I'm also a member of the BDs. And you are Lady Reverend Humi's first son. Yes, I am. <laughs> All right, please tell us about your testimony. So, my testimony is about, as you said, divine provision. How God safely and successfully delivered me out of Accra. Please tell us more about your testimony. So, about three weeks ago, I traveled to Accra to spend some of the vacation with my cousins and my aunt. Yeah, I actually traveled alone, not, not my brothers and me, just me. He traveled all by himself. <laughs> yeah, so, after spending about 11 days, then I, my aunt bought a ticket for me. I boarded a VIP bus and I, we left for Kumasi. So I think after about an hour or two of driving, we stopped at Lindado. I went for a bathroom break, bought some food and then got on board. So as I was eating, I was waiting for some of the passengers to come. And then I noticed that the driver was having some trouble sparking the bus back. Because when we got there, it's like the bus as then he went off. It's like, it just, I don't know, does the VM, when you go to Leonardo, do they stop the bus there or do It was his first experience, and when he was returning to Kumasi, they stopped at Leonardo. How many of you know that when you're in, on a VIP bus, they make a stop at Leonardo? Thank you. So, when they stopped at Leonardo, he got, the, he got off the bus, he went to the bathroom, and then he bought some food, and he got back on the bus, expecting that the bus would start and do what? and move but for whatever reason the bus was not moving the driver was having trouble starting the bus please so tell us what happened i noticed several other people some technicians from lena door and even so we were the bus had completely blo- broken down like we don't know we didn't know what the problem was so we were there for several hours i think about it was an hour since I had come a here. A young boy traveling all by himself. Do you get the seriousness of that? Even you, an adult, if you are stuck, you are stranded at Lindado, how will it be? So, 
Several other VIPs and even a Ghana Armed Forces bus they had pulled into Lindador while we were still there. It was paining me power when I saw the bus coming and they'll go, they'll come and they'll go. Come for a while and they go, we were still here. Oh, it paying me power. So after a while, like almost every passenger got out of the bus. They were outside arguing with the driver and the mate and the, another guy in charge. There was so much argument. So after a while, some of the passengers, probably half or more, they actually went on the Ghana Armed Forces bus and went back to Kumasi. And they just left like the rest of us behind because there wasn't any space. So I and the remaining passengers, we were told to wait at a pharmacy right next to Linado so that another VIP pulling in, going to Kumasi, maybe if they have room, then we'll go on board. That is not even a certainty. If they have room. If they have room. And this is a young boy on a bus all by himself. So, we waited for over four hours. It was actually getting, like, it was actually getting late. The sky was blue, but there was some deepness in the blue. You so know how late. when it's around four, five, it's yeah, like... Yeah, four, five there. It's late, but it's not really... But you'll be, you'll be afraid, oh. I mean, as a young boy traveling, I need you to understand, a young boy traveling all by himself with his phone. And you see, when you're traveling and you're on a bus by yourself, you'll be fidgeting with your phone and your battery is very likely to run down. Especially when you, you don't know that this is what will happen to you at Lendado. You've calculated that in four hours' time, I should be in Kumasi. That's exactly what myself and most of the passengers were saying. That's exactly what they were talking about. So we waited for more than four hours. I was calling my mom, and I called my aunt, and I so my mom was praying hard. She was praying hard for me, my family, my friends. Gentle reminder, his mother is Lady Reverend Humi. And for those of you, and for those of you who don't know, she's a strong Christian. Like, she's a very strong prayer warrior. I myself. Oh, I thought you would put your hands together. May your children also testify of you like this. So I was also praying that, God, please, I need to get to Kumasi. I'm, I'm just a young boy on my own. This is my first time traveling to Kumasi. On my... So after waiting for a while, I noticed some commotion going on in front of one of the VIPs that pulled in. So I went over there and I asked a guy called Kelvin what was going on. Now Kelvin told me that apparently a VIP bus heading to Kumasi had just pulled in. So, and they had room for all the passengers to get on board. But, for each passenger to get on board, get a seat, and be driven to Kumasi, 40 Ghana cities each. 40 How Ghana much is the fare from Accra to Kumasi? 50 cities. And then, by the time you get to Lindado, you've done half the journey, isn't it? So, why would they now charge you an extra 40 cities? Again, this is a young boy traveling all by himself from Accra to Kumasi. So, obviously, I was disappointed and frustrated. And so, of course, I didn't have any money on me. So, I called my mother. And I specifically remember saying, Honey, I'll just get on board. Now, it's been, it's been late. Just get on board the bus. I'll send you Momo. So, I got on board the bus. And I got a seat. So I called my mother. She said I should give the, my tablet to Kelvin so that she'll send the money to him for him to pay. So I walked to the back of the bus where I saw Kelvin handing the mate some money. 
I gave the tablet, I offered my tablet to him and explained, but then he shook his hand and he said something. I leaned in closer and he said, don't worry, I've paid. Church, I don't know why you are still sitting down. I don't know why you are not putting your hands together. This can only be the doing of the Lord. God sent Daniel an angel, a guardian angel, to just sort him out so that he can get on the bus and then come back to his family. This can only be the doing of the Lord. I see God providing for you. I see God preparing a guardian angel specially for you to sort you out in your time of desperation and need. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Hania, what do you want to tell the church? So, I just want to tell everyone that miracles, they happen, you know, whether or not you've seen them, I mean, whether or not you've experienced it yourself, a miracle is bound to happen for you. I mean, not everyone gets this opportunity. And as you can tell, I was very worried and desperate. Then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, when I least expected, God just sent an angel to provide for me. This was a divine provision. Like, I probably wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for Kelvin. So, we are blessed to be in this church. We are blessed to be here. Whether you are doing something, we are blessed with the prayers of our dear mother, E.S. Joy, Philippi Bruce. We are blessed with the prayers of our pastors, our basanta leaders, our friends in Christ, our church mates, our Sunday school mates, all the people in Christ that you know. Whether or not you know it, they are a blessing to you. And every day, we are constantly being blessed. Miracles, they happen all the time, whether they are big or small. You, breathe, you standing here or sitting down here, you breathing, you have clothes. You have clothes on your back. You had food on your table. You were able to come here safely. I want to believe you are in awe. That's how come you are just sitting down and not clapping. So, as I said, when you pray, you have to pray. And pray very hard. And believe that your prayer will come to pass. As long as you are in this church, I assure you to Hallelujah, church. Why don't you appreciate Daniel? God bless you so much, Daniel, for such a powerful testimony. Amen. So, on his point, like he said, miracles do happen and miracles happen on a daily basis. On that note, if you have a testimony, if God has been a blessing, God has done something for you, count your blessings and name them one by one. Don't sit there and think that the, the one you are actually expecting hasn't happened. So, to you, there's no test. There's actually a testimony. Please text your testimony to the number on the screen and you have the great opportunity to share your testimony with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Are you happy to be in church? I am so excited to be here this morning because I believe that my life is about to be changed. Hallelujah. The Bible says the word of God, it doesn't go, come and go back the same. But when it comes and the lives that it touches, they are blessed. If you are a dry land, if your life is not going forward, I believe that after hearing these words, from an anointed servant your life will be changed hallelujah my life has been changed my life has been transformed and i believe your life is about to see a transformation i want us to put our hands together and welcome our pastor put your hands together for es joy put your hands together for her hallelujah put your hands together for the lord and then lift those hands up just lift your hands up thank the lord for grace thank the lord for mercy thank the lord for his goodness thank the lord for all the things he has done for you hallelujah 
Father, we're so grateful. Thank you for your mercy, your grace that has been with us. That has brought us to this point. We remember and we want to say we are grateful. I pray, Lord, that as your word comes this morning, that your grace will be with us. Speak to us, O oh God. Remember us and help us to remember you. In Jesus' name, amen. Before you sit down, take your Bible. Let us make our confession. I notice some of you are still not bringing a Bible to church. I don't know what to do with you. Please, if your neighbor is just holding a tablet, a tablet crowd will accept, but if it's a phone, ask them, is it that you don't have a Bible? This same phone that you have been using to quarrel. Eh? Please, I want to know the young ladies who are sitting down, why are they sitting down? Why are you sitting? Get to your feet. We are coming to our confession. Hi. I'm looking at some other ones over there. Should I come down and knock you to get up? Lift up your... No, it's true. If it was an older lady, I'll say, oh, I understand. Young girl like yourself. Anyhow, law. <laughs> I don't know it in chi. That's why I said it in ga. Lift up your Bible. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church this Sunday? I'm also happy to be with you this Sunday. Hallelujah. Now, I just want to take a few announcements so that I don't forget. Now, there's some of you who have finished your, um, you, you did your wasi some time back. You are hanging in between things. You're not sure what you are doing next. There are some of you who are going to be doing your wasi now. There are also others you finished. You are in between. You are just at home. I want you to consider going to our Bible school at ABMTC. Amen? Are you there? Consider it. Consider it. Hello. We have the continent's best Bible school lodged on the Mampong Hills. I really wish my media people could have found a picture. You know, it would have helped us. And our father gives a scholarship to everyone who goes there. We don't pay for where you stay, and we don't pay for any tuition. And nowadays, for those who we send from here, we even provide you some something small so that you can eat, you can survive there. Amen. Are you there? And sometimes your life may look as though you don't know which way you are going next. Sometimes God has put that block there. No, do you get me? Your mind will not have turned to him. So at times he allows the, the, the thing to stop. Then as you are thinking, then you say, ah, but maybe I can go and learn something more, not knowing that you are actually following, I mean, falling on your line of what God wants for you. Are you with me? You may also be a graduate because the school takes SS, SHS leavers and it also takes graduates. Yeah, we have graduates who've gone from here. In fact, our last batch were people who had all done 
their graduations and there are some are waiting to go to different places. So I want you to think about it and if you think about it and you feel that God is saying something to you, I want you to send, come and talk to um, Awo immediately after the service. Awo, please, you can stand again. We see her every Sunday. So just come and talk to her. Just come and talk to her. Are, are you with me? There are also some of you who will not go on to, do, to be pastors, but just going there will do something to your Christian life. Pastor Danny, what I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? It has built you. Pastor Danny went there when he finished his uh, first degree. And he spent some time there, yeah. I, I hope you, you get me. So he has come back and he's working and he's a pastor. But he had something from there. Are you seeing it? So you want to think about it. You want to think about it. I know people who took a year of leave of absence from work. Yes, they went, got a break. And then they went to the school. They finished and they went back. And you can see that it has marked their lives. Are you getting it? When I say marked, something has changed in their lives for the better. So if it's something in your mind, something you are thinking, I think I would like to try. Please, come and have a talk with her immediately after this. Now it is, you are even blessed that we try to support you there. At the time when many were going, they just went, believing that God will take care of them. So apart from what was given as the scholarship, where you stay, and the tuition, they didn't know how they would manage. And they still managed. Did you die? <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think you should put your hands together for the campus. When I die, I one in town, I one in town. Amen. And it does something to you to go and stay in such a place. And not only stay in such a place, but what you learn and what you go through and the people who come and minister to you, it's a whole experience. Amen. Hey, you don't mind me again. You are annoyed. Oh, tell neighbor, please don't be angry. Don't be angry. It's somebody's future that I am actually influencing. Yeah, I'm affecting somebody's future. Okay, so please, if you are thinking about it, that, hey, maybe this is for me. You see, all I need is that maybe. And come and we'll talk about it. All right. Is it a good plan? Powerful. From next week, we are going to be having just one service. Present service have had their final service for the academic year, and they will reopen physically in January. As of now, they are online. So we have the present service online, and anyone who is around will come physically to the 10 a.m. service. Sunday, 3rd of October, we're going to have a very powerful visit from our convener, Bishop Emmanuel Entefo. He's going to be here with us. Hallelujah. The convener and chairman of the, of the Anakazo Assemblies denomination. He's the father directly in charge of us. Somebody delegated by Bishop Dag to be in charge of us. He's a very powerful man of God. Highly prophetic in nature. The writer of two bestsellers, the Holy Spirit and the Cell System. And he's going to be here with us. You don't want to miss it. Tell to your neighbor, say, please, please, please. All that is, please, that third, don't miss it, don't miss it, don't miss it. All right, take your seat, hallelujah, amen. I think this year we have been blessed though. Yeah, I don't know where we went to sit. Hey, I'm seeing some, eh, it's nice to have you back in church, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> it's nice to see you, pa. I hope you are saying that you are coming back, or you are only passing through, oh, <laughs> Hallelujah. That is nice. 
Okay, then also we have our Galatians 6 6 Sunday. <laughs> it's coming off uh, also on the 3rd of October. Amen. Let's open the scripture, Galatians 6 6. I just love the Amplified Version. Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all things with his teacher, contributing to his support. You know, I don't think our father needs anything from us, but we still want to contribute. Or oh, you don't get it. When you are a proper child and you go and visit, and maybe your father is not in need. He doesn't need your anything, but it's just nice. Yeah, exactly. It's just nice. Please don't go and buy him green underwear. You don't know whether he wears green underwear. <laughs> you see, this thing that I'm saying like a joke, somebody actually bought him blue boxer shorts. <laughs> I, mean, I find it some way cry that you are even going to give a gift that's boxer shorts. When you are, you know, <laughs> it's a personal item. Eh? Nothing is so blue. <laughs> I was like, eh, eh, colors. Oh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't know what he wants. We don't know what he needs. And we just want to say we appreciate you. Are you there? So whatever you have, you just put it in the envelope and you bring it, remembering that you want to give something honorable. Are you there? Oh, you are very quiet. Oh. There are many of us, we never say thank you. Yeah. Maybe your father died, cry, I've never said thank you. Let's see, but this one, we don't want to wait. So just put something and we just pull our things together and say, this is coming to you from your children here at Aediasi. Is it a good idea? Powerful. Put your hands together. And I need to remind you that as you honor somebody, that's how you'll be honored. Yeah, you see that sometimes there are children who honor their parents. There are others to the parents that I no honor. No honor at all. Yeah, I remember a funeral I went to. The children, they didn't even, they scattered around the funeral. Yeah, it was very in some way. Well, funerals usually, they come together. Yeah. Are you getting me? One of the most honorable ones was a woman who had six or seven sons. And all except one were pastors. And I remember as they lifted the coffin out, her seven minister sons in their collars carried them. It was a very powerful sight. Oh yeah. And each of those ministers had come with some of their people. So some of their young men wanted to come and hold the thing. When the fathers refused, they just walked by them. The woman was escorted. I mean, it was a very powerful honor. Very powerful honor. You may think it's nothing. Are you there or you have traveled? Until you see them dancing with a, a coffin. It's, it's, very, it's very sad though. Are you in the church? I don't even know why I'm going there, but I remember going to another funeral of somebody who quarreled with everybody. Young lady. Usually when young ladies pass or young gentlemen, there's a lot of sorrow because the person is young and the days have been cut off. It was the first time I went. There was not a single tear, not from her mother, not from her father. The tribute of the parents was just one paragraph. Just as she has quarreled everybody. You know, Biancasa. It was a, a subang. Are you there? The siblings had tried to write. In fact, the sibling who is closer to me was the one who had written something small. And then when they came to carry the coffin, already now nobody's crying. It's crying. No church agreed to take the body because she had quarreled. Every church she went to, she had quarreled with the choir that she was in and stuff. So nobody felt that is their member. Hey! And then the final blow. When they came to pick the coffin, they had hired one of these funeral somethings. Oh! 
It's almost like Charlie, we are in a hurry. Let's go and throw away this body. It will not be your story in the name of Jesus. What? Against that background, it was very some way. Are you getting me? And I'm just saying this to say that give honor where you must. One day somebody will honor you. Oh, I said one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So we also want to do our honor. And this morning, I don't normally do things like that, but it just happens to be Pastor Russell's birthday. He makes us happy every Sunday. <laughs> so this time we will sing for you. And we'll pray for you, then we'll preach. Please, can you give us a key that we can sing? Happy birthday. I need a key. Should I suck you fast? Pastor George, F can work, whatever, anything. God bless you. Thank you for making praise and worship an exciting experience in the Fountain of Life Cathedral. May you keep on singing. May you keep on worshiping this time next year. May somebody be calling you daddy. <laughs> amen and amen. All right. You want to take your seat? Hallelujah. Oh, oh, the praise and worship is not nice. Aja, A1, A1, A1. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was watching you all, the, all night. Matching the man of God song for song. Song for song. Some of the songs, we didn't know them. You knew them and you were singing and you were Charlie. It's a calling, it's a calling, it's a calling. And so it just gives us a good opportunity to appreciate you. Amen. Powerful. Today, you know, we've been talking about um, um, loyalty and disloyalty. And I hope you've learned things that are helping you. You know, that's the whole aim. That's the whole aim. The aim is not to make us feel bad or feel shy, but rather to give us an opportunity to correct things when we realize that, you know, yeah and today i'm talking again about another one those who forget those who forget those who forget i'll show you why it's important forgetting is something that can really cost you you are going to do an exam you have been learning then you get to the point of writing and you have forgotten everything and all of a sudden delete 
white. That's it for you. True or lie? The fact that you have been learning earlier, it doesn't even make any yeah. It's just what you have forgotten that you cannot produce now. Are, are you with me? And such it is. So it is in life. Amen. So it is in life. That when you forget things, also in a spiritual uh, way, it can become very dangerous. And that's why today I'm sharing with you. I mean, it's, uh, we're sharing scripture, but it's been put together beautifully in this book, Those Who Forget. And it's a good book to have because I can only give you one or two or three points. Are you seeing it? But it's very, 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 very important. And we are a church that is relatively young. Very few people are my age and older. Most of you are younger. So your whole life is in front of you. And if you will learn it early, let me not forget. Let me not forget. It will do you good. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't forget things. Don't forget things. There are some people, when the thing concerns somebody else, then you forget. When it is concerning you, you don't forget. <laughs> and so today, I want to share with you seven keys that will help you to remember. I won't get to the seven. I'll probably do three or four, but you go and read on the rest. There are certain times in your life that you are in danger of forgetting, and that's what I want to highlight for you today. Are you with me? You need to remember. You need to remember. I see people at times, you come from a certain kind of background. You forget the background you come from. I'm not even speaking about um, the, the home you came from. I'm even speaking about the fact that you used to be a diehard unbeliever. What makes you think the devil has gone on leave? And so, when you forget that that's where you come from and then your Christian life you start to play with it and do it don't worry today my guns come I don't know the tree of it <laughs> are you here don't forget where you came from that you can easily return mm. before you got born again you used to be high you used to pop pills you used to drink in actual fact those who have made it their business to help alcoholics, Alcoholics Anonymous, AA, their first principle when they are bringing you out, when they are helping you out, they tell you, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. And what they mean, it's not that you can't come out. What they are saying is, it is your weakness. It is your weakness. This thing has brought you down before. It can bring you down again. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I used to have an assistant, a lovely man who is now assisting a bishop in Accra. And he was somebody who was an alcoholic as a younger man. And he came out. And he shared this principle with me. He always remembered. So I remember in those days, the church was not so large. So when we are doing communion, we can use actual wine. He said, no way. He said, please, I don't mind what you do, but me. Squash, please. Squash. One day I went with him to go and do the naming of a baby. And it was in the military barracks. And as we walked into the room, we were supposed to go and take our seat. He just walked inside. He greeted, good morning, good morning. Then instead of going to the seat, I saw him turn around. And he was exiting. So I exited after. Then he said, I think we will do the outdooring outside. I said, ah. So when I got there, I said, what is that? He said, did you not see that? They have already opened a, what do they call this thing? Schnapp. The family, the family had, young boy, I'm preaching in the front. I don't know who or what you are watching over there. 
What are you watching over there? Uh, we are in church. <laughs> are, are you with me? Is even the smell. Once it's like I cannot be in the same room. Perchance it will speak to me. And he went out. But you have forgotten. You have forgotten that young girls were your weakness. Hey! You can easily reverse. Oh. You can easily reverse. Young lady, you have forgotten oh, that you, you were the bono mattress for the area boys. God has brought you out. Oh. Instead of you to come and be serious and sober with God so that Charlie, you reverse, you have forgotten. You see, your enemy has not forgotten. And he's not asleep. And he's looking for an opportunity to bring you back. And that's why I need you to understand that forgetting, 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 forgetfulness is a problem. Are you in the house? You have made your church come in like this and like that. You don't come in. Be careful. Be careful. Your enemy is not asleep. Wow. Point number one. (laughs) Do not let your success destroy your memory. Do not let your success be the reason why you are forgotten. Hey. Do not let your success success as a businessman success from school you have finished successfully you have written BEC successfully and passed (laughs) are you there (laughs) let's go to the scripture the scriptures Moses had a very nice way of putting it Moses had a very nice way of putting it he had a very nice way of defining it Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let's go to verse 10. (laughs) Look at his definition of success. When you have eaten (laughs) and are full, that's success. You have eaten and you are full. Then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he has given Continue. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command you this day. When you have married a wife, when you have married a husband, when you have landed a good job, when there's peace all around, beware that you don't forget the Lord. That you don't forget his word. That you don't forget what he's asking of you. Verse 12. Lest when thou hast eaten and thou art full, he's continued to defy success, and has built goodly houses and dwelt therein. And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, you used to be a man coming alone. Now you have somebody following you. You used to walk, now you drive. 
You used to have no degree, now you have degree. You used to have no certificate, now you have certificates. You used to patch with your brother. Now the room that you are renting, you rented it for yourself. Be careful. When your heads and your flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. Can you see that God is taking you on a way of success? Okay, but be careful. Then thy heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Hey, young man, sit down. <laughs> And don't forget the day the pastor blasted you from the pulpit. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Are you there? Because there is an enemy who wants to sift us like wheat. And who wants to spoil our lives. And one of the things that success does, it makes you relax. Makes you think that you have arrived. When you didn't have, you were always praying, you know. God used to hear from you every day. But now that some one or two or three things are working, you can easily say, Ehem. I remember one day I sent a certain text to a certain pastor in this house. I said, you used to wake up earlier. Now that as you are sleeping, when you were about to get up, she was lying there. You said, oh, let me draw a little closer. I said, now you can't get up eh? <laughs> hey! Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's why I'm always saying to you that always fight to have something to do in the house of God. Because as your life changes, there are some things that become more difficult. Are you getting me? For instance, it's not by chance that sometimes. A lot of choristers who get married are no longer choristers. Because maybe they work Monday to Friday. Are you there? Saturday is kind of like the only day to put things together in the house. Then you come and say that, oh, there's a, uh, 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 what do you call it? A rehearsal at 12 or 1. They are not done. So you fall out. So it looks like a legitimate reason. And I'm saying it may not work in the choir, so find something else. I don't know if you get me. Do, do something, yeah, something that will work in your new lifestyle. Young man, God has given you a job, a lot of responsibility. If you follow the job, it will just move you away from God. So find another thing. Are you seeing it? Why am I saying that? Because the things we find to do for God make us, at least we still draw closer to him and we still need him. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. And so you still go to him to talk about something. But if you just leave yourself, you'll be surprised that you just go, ah, go, ah. Hmm. Church is becoming quiet. Yeah. But it's just so when you see that you are succeeding in something, let it be the red card for you. Hey, let me not forget God. Hey, now that my businesses have become God, where is God? Where is he? Is he still in position number one in my life? Hey, 
When now God has given me the woman I prayed for, the man I prayed for, hey, does he still have my heart? Uh Because the natural consequence is not to go. And I'm reminded of a lady who got married. She was actually more inside the church than the man. And then the man also became quite stable and serious. And then they got married. And then on Friday, so I'm going to the all night. Oh, do you have to go? Oh. You know, I think, we, oh, you just, next week we'll go. So the man didn't go. The next week came. He didn't go. Another week came. He didn't go. What she had forgotten. This man was a serious womanizer in his former life. Before long, before long, the enemy of his soul returned. Ah, even Jesus, when the devil tempted him in Luke chapter 4, the Bible said he left for a while. Oh, Kwaba. So when he returned, he realized that no prayer, no something, no. Oh, he just returned the man to his former state. Now the woman was coming around. Pastor, should please talk to the man. They should, but you were the one who began the backward movement. Because Friday night. Hey! I'm talking to somebody else. Has your success already made you stop dancing? It has already made you stop praying. Some of you, you want to go to school. When you go and come, we have to go and look for you. That Where are you? Hey! Small success that you have had. That's why I'm always looking for some people. <laughs> yeah. Are you in the church? Succeeding is one of the things. Success. Many people, in, 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 when they're on campus, they're in church. As they leave. That's it. That's it. The next time you meet them, so what church do you... Eh, eh, when I came to this town, meanwhile, when I came to this town, six years ago, six years, they have still not found a place. Hey, online indeed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us continue. Are you there? Another thing you need to watch out for is when time passes. Time is one of the most, I'm looking for a word. There's something about time. There's something about it. When you have been in something for a long time, you can begin to relax too much. Many of us prayed more when we were younger believers than we pray now. And it's not just because of a change in the station of life. It's because time has made you forget. The passage of time. As time has gone, you have forgotten where you used to be or what you were supposed to do. Are you in the house? Let's go to Genesis chapter 40 and look for somebody who did not remember. Genesis chapter 40. Let's go to verse 23. It's a whole story. If I'm going to take you through the whole story, it will take a long time. Joseph was in prison. Are you there? And in the prison, he met two men. The butler and the baker of the king. The king was annoyed with them. In those days, when you are the king, you can do whatever you like. Yeah, how I wish it was still so. Like how I would jail some of you and can't you. 
Ask your neighbor, are you one of those mommy would have jailed? <laughs> I am only fooling. <laughs> but in those days, if the king is not happy with you, he makes a decision and that's it. So he had taken his baker and his butler and he just threw them into jail. And they were there and Joseph was the one ministering to them, serving them in the jail. And a day came when he came to serve them and he said they were very, very distraught and upset. And he asked, what is it? And they said they had had a dream. The butler had had a dream and in that dream he saw himself squeezing grapes into a cup. And when he asked what it was, then the man told him, uh, Joseph told him that, oh, this is you. The, um, the king is about to reinstate you. In three days' time, you are coming back. You see, uh, there it is. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thine head and restore thee unto thy place. And thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hands. You see, so just like before, what you were doing before. So when the baker heard it, he was happy. And the baker said, oh, is that so? Then let me also tell my, my dream." And he said, I had three white baskets on my head. <laughs> and the uppermost basket, they were all manner of baked meats for Pharaoh. And the birds ate them out of the basket upon my head. And Joseph answered and said, oh, the three baskets are three days. In three days, Pharaoh will <laughs> cut off your head. Ow. And hang you from a tree. And the birds will eat your flesh. <laughs> it came to pass that on the third day that was Pharaoh's birthday he made a feast for all his servants and he lifted up the head of the butler and of the chief baker among his servants he restored the chief butler to his butlership again and gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand but he hung the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph but forgot him Somebody who told you what was happening and was instrumental in that way in your coming forth and you have forgotten him. Why? Time had passed. I want to ask you, how many prophecies over you have you forgotten? Because of time. How many promises of God have not been said over you and to you but because of time you have forgotten? I want you to go back and remember them. Are you there? Some of the things you are crying about today, the Lord sent you a word over them long ago, but you have forgotten. Many times, people think that, oh, a prophetic word that has been spoken, that's all. The word that has been spoken, you watch over it, and you pray to come to pass. Those of you over whom were direct words were spoken, go onto your whatever, or get someone to help you and cut the clip of that prophecy that was said about you. Play it all the time. Confess it all the time. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. I said the word became flesh. So the word that was spoken over you, it must become flesh in your life. How? Playing it all the time, confessing it. Maybe you don't have something to play from, write it. Every day you are reading it. Every day you are reading it. It becomes flesh. If not, time will pass over it. Are you in the house? I'm reminded of a young lady who was in a meeting where 
the prophet who was with us on Friday was there. And the prophet told her that in two years, she was going to do something. If not, she would die on her wedding day. I can promise you that nobody wants to die early and not on their wedding day. But she forgot what he told her to do. Are you seeing it? So she didn't do anything. I mean, obviously, when you hear prophecy that's like this, like that, you pray some more. But she was told something direct. It was just one thing she was supposed to do. She didn't do it. The prophet said that time passed and he continued on his way doing his things. And one Saturday morning, he saw the phone calls from his um, pastor friend, the pastor of that church, calling him, calling him. He said at first he was busy, he didn't mind. But the way the calls were coming, he picked it. And the pastor said, do you remember when you visited my church? This word that you said. Today is two years. We have assembled for the wedding. And the girl has been rushed to the hospital. What had happened? Time had passed. And she forgot. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? And not only she forgot. I suppose that her man of God also forgot. Because if they had remembered, they would have just wondered, hey, this thing, have you done it? That's why I'm saying those of you with words. Go and what? Have it cut. And let it just play. As it's playing, it's gaining flesh. As you are confessing it, it's coming to life in your life. Otherwise, time will not be on your side. Hey, the way the room is quiet, I'm even afraid of you. Are you there or you have traveled? The word has not gone anywhere. You have not worked with it. So I'm showing you what to do. If you don't have a phone or a plain instrument, write it out. Just write it out. Guess what I'm saying? Write it out. Every day, start your prayer with it or end your prayer with it. Every time before you go to sleep, write that. It keeps it in your mind. And things begin to happen. Are you in the house? Otherwise, when time passes, you forget. And you can forget very important things over time. The church is very quiet. Though. But I hope it's only because you are listening. Yeah. Sometimes you get a warning and you become too comfortable because time has passed. Hey! Uh, let me continue with my... <laughs> let me continue with my word. Hallelujah. We are talking about things that will help you to remember. So when success is knocking at your door, remember, that's a red card. When something has been said to you and time is passing, remember, that's a red card. Are you there? The next one. Learn to recognize the hand of God in everything that happens. Learn to recognize the hand of God in everything that happens. Many times, things happen in life and you can easily read them in different ways. We often forget that the hand of God is in our lives and that he is the one who is moving us this way and that. Sometimes the things that God has done, you have ascribed to the devil. But if you could look for the hand of God in it, it might help you. Hey, let's go to Daniel chapter 5. 
You see, many people, when they are blessed, they don't understand how or why. You just enjoy the blessings. Hey! Are you there? Mm. Mm. But when you look at it, the blessing, you must see, you must see God in it. Let's go to Daniel chapter 5 and verse 23. And we are reading about a man who had become a king and he had forgotten that his father had suffered because of pride. And he ascribed things that were happening to other people or to other gods. Let's see what happened to him. In fact, give us verse 22, Daniel 5. Okay. Thou his son, Obel Shalazar, has not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this. This is Daniel speaking to the son of Nebuchadnezzar. He said, Hey, you, your father had suffered all and gone through certain things, but you have forgotten. Verse 23. But has lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. And they have brought the vessels of his house before you. And you, your lords, your wives, your concubines, you have drunk wine in them. And have praised the gods of silver and gold, brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know. And the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. Are you seeing it? God is the one who has caused certain things to happen in your life. But you have given the glory to others. Me, the way I'm smart, I went for that interview. Then now when they saw, they knew that it's me, no. They realized that I have experience. Experience. I've been here and here and here and here and here. So me knowing that they took me, you have not realized the hand of God in your life. Are you there? Yeah. You have forgotten. From today, I want you to see everything that happens in your life in relation to God. In relation to God. However it looks, Sometimes it takes a while before you see the hand of God in things. Yeah. There are times when God even moves certain people out of your life. And at times it's very painful and you're crying. But later on, you realize that if that split or that thing had not happened, some other things too would not have happened. Yeah. Are you following what I'm saying? See the hand of God in things. Many of us speak like unbelievers. No, it is true. It is true. When I say we speak like unbelievers, there's a way people without faith talk. You don't recognize the hand of God in things. But I want you from today, recognize it. When election time comes, your prayer is simply let Lord, your will be done. If that is your prayer, Whoever lands there, you know that that's the will of God. That's it. It will save you from a lot of issues. <sighs> you are going to beat your brother because your brother is in a different party from you. It's because you really believe that it's up to man. I don't think it's up to man. I think it's up to God. 
Are you there? To be honest with you, I don't know of many nations that pray as much as we do. We are very bad. No, there's no two ways about it. We cheat, we lie, we do a lot of things, but we also give God a certain place. All over the world, I don't know many countries. Maybe Nigeria will come close. I'm sure they'll say that they are stronger, but I don't believe it. Hey! That even in speech, by the grace of God, somebody tell the young man, is he there? Like, I think I need water for these dances. Sit well! <laughs> Amen! Let us recognize the hand of God in things. Sometimes some things that happen to us may even look a little difficult and a little, but years later, you come back and see that ah, it was because of that hardship. That's why this happened to me. And that's why this happened, and this happened, and that's why I'm here. Amazing. Amazing. But if you only complain, and if you only murmur, you bear the fruits of memory. Learn to be grateful. Yeah. That's maybe what I'm trying to say. Learn to be grateful. Yeah. I see young people who God has placed in places so ungrateful. Until your life rolls back, then you now see that God had given you something. Hmm. As for the old people, their life doesn't need to roll back. They can see it. <laughs> That's why I'm talking to the young people. It's when you are young, that's when you don't know that this particular place you have been placed at this time is for a reason. And you'll be there misbehaving. 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 Hmm? Somebody has brought you to church. You have come and you are misbehaving. Not knowing that the word that is coming is coming to safeguard you about something in your life ahead. Oh, but tell the truth. Have you not gone to church before? You have pulled your mouth because somebody has brought you against your will. Mm-hmm. But later, you realize that it has deposited something in you. Sometimes you may even have gone to a church where you didn't understand anything. To you, it meant nothing, but you don't know that just coming into that environment was what brought something into your life. Learn to be grateful to God for the things that happen. I listen to people talking about our nation. These days, I don't listen anymore. Hey, it is so bad. And now the situation is so bad, especially if their government is not what is in power. And now we have never seen anything like this before. And I wonder where these monkeys come from. Are you insulting them? Yes, I am. Because they have forgotten that this same nation that we were in, there was a time when Gary was an essential commodity. If Gary came, we had reason to jubilate. There was a time when you couldn't find a tin of milk to buy in the market. Oh, you are very quiet now. Now that your stomachs are full, nonsense has come into your head. So what do you mean by you have not seen this before? Tell anybody you have now come. That's why you should study history and know the history of your nation. Yeah. You can just get up and go anywhere. There was a time when we couldn't go anywhere. 
There was a time when you couldn't travel. When you had to travel to school, you'd be praying that some tipper track will pass and so that you get a lift to school by tipper. Don't bring yourself. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. And because you didn't experience it, that's why you are opening your mouth and saying the things that you are saying. Be very careful. God has said it. Be very careful. There was a time every few months we'll wake up. What was the tune crowd they used to play on the radio? Then you know that trouble has come. And they'll play the whole day. The whole day you are there, you don't know whether you should go out or stay in. There was a time in this nation of ours when you are going out, everybody, you have a plan. You tell them that, listen, should things happen before you can get home, go here. Don't attempt to get home. You see that you're looking at me like I'm from another planet. And that's why when you wake up and then you are saying all the things, I feel like God should give you a knock. (laughs) Go and read and let gratitude come in the midst of all our problems. We're a pretty peaceful nation. We make a lot of noise, oh, that's what noise that we do. That's what, but bloodshed, we all don't like. That's why we are saying, hey, you have cheated us, we are going to the court. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have all agreed that it's okay. <laughs> ah, was that not the case a few years ago? We said pink sheet didn't tally, and it didn't tally. So there should be a, uh, we are a place, we don't like trouble. It's okay, we don't like trouble. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's just the grace of God. In another place, there will be bloodshed over it. There will be issues over it. People will die. People cannot go out. There will be a lot of... Why is it not so? I, I don't know. I just think it's the grace of God. Ask your neighbor, you cry. Why did you not die from COVID? Because it's not that we are smart. Oh. You're only wearing your mask right now because I'm looking at you. But you didn't see what we did during the uh, even this our all night we were in it for some time you know, then people found their own place you have been going to market without a mask sitting at work without a mask moving around on Trotsky without a mask doing everything oh but you are here is it not just grace of God hey, you are very quiet oh. there are other countries they have not played like we have played and how they are struggling Oh, it's just mercy of God. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Because we are no better than India that has suffered the way it has suffered. We are no better than anybody in the US. We are no better than you. Have you noticed some of the countries that shut down? People, their people have died. Hey. Hmm. Very serious. So our carelessness, you know, they, they were not careless. And look at how they died. So when you add our carelessness, we should have been lining the streets, dead bodies. Why did it not happen? Grace of God. Sell something. God, thank you. That's all. Thank you. Just thank you. Thank you, Lord. Just thank you. You know how we are. Hey. My last point. <laughs> I, I hope some gratitude is coming in your heart. Yeah, some gratitude is coming in your heart. Some of you, you defied the thing. So you never wear mask. You never, and you are still alive. Maybe your counterpart did something in the U.S. and they are dying. And when they are dying, then they'll take their phone and then they'll make a video. Everybody, please go for the vaccine. I wish I could take the vaccine now. I said, COVID is real. I didn't know. I thought, it, oh, eh, mobo, eh, mobo. Mm. Just go do. 
just God. My last point. Always recognize the people God has used in your life. The people God has, if you like, placed in your life for you. And let's go to Genesis chapter 30 in verse 27. Jacob was a young man when he had to run away from where his parents were and he went to stay with his uncle. And he arrived in his uncle's house as a penniless guy. He didn't have much. Are you there? And when he got there, he, he, he worked with the uncle. But the uncle began to see something. That since this boy came, things had improved for him. Things were getting better. So the uncle called him because at a point Jacob wanted to leave. And look at what his uncle said. Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, in other words, stay. For I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. Another way to say for thy sake, because of you. I am blessed because of you. There are people in your life, you are blessed because of them. Hmm. Hey. The life is quiet. The house is quiet again. Yeah. You are blessed because of them. Sometimes you are blessed because of the association with them. That's what has brought a certain fragrance to your life. Amen. Some of you are along your way in school. If you have not met a certain teacher, but you have just taken out, it's just my class teacher, something, something, and you have just gone. It will do you well to find that teacher. And every Christmas, send a gift recognizing that a blessing came into your life because of that teacher. Yeah. Some of you, you are here. Somebody taught you how to read. Until you learned how to read, you were total illiterate, even though you were going to school. <laughs> send a text to the person, thank you for teaching me to read. I'm just showing you some of the people in your life. Some of you is the kind of father that you had. Or the kind of mother that you had. Some of you is even the church that you are in. Some of you is even somebody that you met in the church. And your life has been blessed because of that person. Are you with me? Never ever turn your way away, your mind away from it. That is why we try to also, I mean, celebrate our father. But it's not only him. Our father, we've given a day. We say that Galatians 6, 6, Sunday. Let's do it. And I'm just saying to you that out of gratitude, it's not only those people, but others as well. We do his on a certain day, but what about the others? What do you do? Some of you, it is the person you marry that has brought respectability to your life. Because where you are from, she and your But you don't know what the person, you see, that's your ungratefulness. And nothing that you are never happy. Are you there? Yeah, I'm talking to some people. They are not minding me. Mm. Hmm. Think back on your life. If you had not met that person, maybe you would have been walking half naked in a village somewhere. By this time, they would have married you off to somebody with one tooth. Do you know what it is to marry somebody with one tooth? Pastor, why the one tooth? I don't know, but one tooth. <laughs> or you'd have been wife number five. 
when you are wife number four, you fetch all the water in the house. You fetch water for family number one, for the man. Fetch water for family number one, number two, number three, and number four. And you may be seven months pregnant. Pastor, you know what I'm saying? Is it true or is it not true? They don't believe me. I tell you, it's not a joke. But somehow God has just picked you up and out. You are no better than the people you left behind. Amen. And I want you to live with that gratitude in you. And every day, the people that God has brought your way. I thank God for many of the people in my church, I tell you. Many of the people. Some of you, I just thank you, collecting, God thank you, collecting, because maybe we've not had a personal interaction. But if I start going down the line, oh yes, oh yes, I thank God for so many people, so many. Hey, the church is very quiet. Yeah. There are some people, their only job in my life is to make me laugh. And you may think it's nothing until you know that life can be very serious when you carry other people's problems. Life can be very serious. So somebody who, the person's whole work in my life, I appreciate them. Otherwise, by this time, my face would be like tangerine that the water has removed. Are you in the house? Yeah, that's why I was appreciating Pastor Russell this morning. Because when they are doing the praise and worship, then my heart just... Yeah, I don't have to be here. I'll be in my room. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are you there or you have traveled? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can think of so many people. Instrumentalists who would travel with me. And I'm going to minister somewhere and I'm tired and they'll just look at my face they can see the tired that they start to play then the spirit just revives on them oh come on are you there or you have traveled there are some people in the chair you don't know them they are just there as if they are members but when I'm worried they are the people I talk to ah uh, you didn't know yeah they'll be there I just send them a text Charlie this thing something we you have them in your own life oh so i don't know why you are shaking your head at me that oh who is that person <laughs> no it's true just think about it now who is that person in your life hey the room has become tensious yeah who is that person maybe the person is not even here but just think about it and don't let those people just go out of your life like that don't let them exit from your life like that. Try and keep them. Yeah. Yeah, but that is there. But mommy, they annoy me. Listen. Did you hear what I said? I don't know who I've blasted more than Ohima in this life, in this world. I don't know. Every day we are fighting about something. But to the, the next minute, she's back laughing. Then I remember that ah, I have to laugh. That's all. She just come and create laughter. That's all. She's a, yeah, she's a mood. Yeah. As she has arrived, she has come with a mood. That's all. So the fact that the person makes you talk a lot is not the point. Oh. <laughs> hey, the church has become very quiet. Oh. <laughs> I have, oh no, no, no. Between Ohema and Pastor David, they are fighting for who are blasted more. I think Pastor David, oh. I think it's Pastor David. We have quite ready. 
But if I need somebody to say a prayer about something in the middle of the day, yeah. are you in the house? Pastor Junior, it works like uh, something just working at the back of them. There are some things I will just, I will just reserve God. Junior, this. I don't know. Who, I'm showing you. Be, you see, you are thinking of people who come on the stage. It's not only people who come on the stage. Someone stage. Someone, you have them in your life. Are you there? You have them in your life. Don't push them out. Hey. Hmm. Are you in the church or you are forgotten? You are, you are leaving. Yeah. I'm showing you to help you to remember. I'm bringing up names just to help you. And there are more. If I start, I won't finish. I said, I won't what? I won't finish. You call this one, you call this one. As I look all over the room, everybody call this one. Hey! I'll tell Clara that, Clara, I cannot stay awake for daddy to come, please. And sleep will be in her eyes. She said, I'm coming, I'll wait. And she will wait too. Hey! Happy, thank you for my shit toy. <laughs> oh! Charlie. Whether Sunday or Tuesday or yeah, hey, I buy it's true. I buy no ask for the shit. Saturday or Wednesday or Tuesday or you may think it's nothing, oh, but emergency. Then I say, Pastor Danny, please go and pick him. Say, oh, I'll go for it. Oh, Charlie, me, I'm I'm counting my blessings this morning and thanking God. Oh, it's true. It's true. When I'm leaving, then I'll leave my whole house in my sister's house. Some people there and their sister, they don't see. Hey, they don't see eye to eye. They don't see face to face. This one will steal. I don't even think about it. Or, or she will steal my husband. It's not a thought. It's even funny. Pastor Junior, can you imagine such a thought? <laughs> hey. You see, they are in your life. Well, that's why I'm just picking... Let's, I mean, picking things up. That's where everyone will be there. There's something. I just remembered something. Some legal something two days ago. I said, hey! And I sent him a text. I said, in control. In control. In control. In control. Oh! Done, done. Sorted, sorted. Hey! Hey, you see, this morning I'm just looking at some of the people who have quarreled the most are the ones I'm talking about. Oh. As for me and Tim's there, we have quarrels. No, as I'm saying, you to start to think in your life. I said, start to think what? Who are the people God has brought you? Oh, as for Pastor Dennis, we can't even start talking. Yeah. Are you there? I saw you now quiet. You see? But I'm saying, I'm mentioning these names because you also have names. People who, because of them in your life, they are even the blessing in your life. They're even the blessing in your life. I'll travel. Sometimes I've gone somewhere. Pearl is with me. Any song, then she will bring it. Any song. It's a blessing. Until you get there, you start to pick the song, and you can't pick it. Then you understand. Hey. Who is the blessing in your life? Who is the blessing? Florence has never sent me a text. Hey, mommy, you are calling my husband too much. Eh, I need him. I never, never. Hey. No, I know pastors who cannot send their people because of the reaction. Yes. Yes. Charlie, I appreciate you guys. If I may not have mentioned your name, 
but it's only because if I finish first row and I start second row, and te- we'll not live here. We'll not live here. Yeah. I know people, school fees, they can't pay. This, they haven't, but they are around every day. They are just doing their duty. Somebody else will say that, ah, if God will not take care of me, I also take care of myself. Hey. Charlie, I appreciate all of you. Yeah, stand to your feet. And this afternoon, you want to remember some people and just thank God for them. It's helping you not to be forgetful. You see? Yeah. You know, when you came and I saw him sitting there, I smiled because I remember how he has bailed us out of trouble. Not once, not twice. We're coming to do what? What, what program were we coming to do? We're so hot. They said, Oh, I'm arriving. Came all the way from a cry. They asked me for pocket money. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, Pastor George. <laughs> As I look around, I'm just seeing people. Challenge you to think of your people and thank God for them. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. So many things. Aquile has been here since her first year. Second year, third year, fourth year. National service. Working year one. Working year two. Where have we reached? Four. So that's like about nine years altogether. Four years of school. One year national service. Four years of working. Nine years. Where were you? Hey, come on. When she joined, we didn't have anything. Oh, now you have chair to sit on. Ajay. <laughs> come on, lift up your hands. Just thank God for the various people. Some of you, I am the blessing in your life. Yeah. Some of you, somebody else. We just thank God. Oh, yes. Just thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God. And most of all, God has done us good. I tell you. Just thank him for his grace and his mercy. Just thank I don't God. look like what I have been through. You turned my pit into a well. So the essence of my praise. What are you praising God for? on your grace. I don't, I don't, I don't.
want you to just thank the Lord for a few minutes. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his grace. The people he's put in your life. The opportunities he's given to you. I mean, even as I'm standing, I'm so, seeing so many others I didn't mention. I'm just thanking God for all of them. For they brought into my life. Thank you just want to thank, thank God. Thank you for each and person. Say, I will never forget. I'll never forget. When I'm in trouble, I call Chris. I call Chris. When I'm in another kind of trouble, I'll call Awen and husband. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing. Who are you been calling when you are in trouble? Who have you been calling? Who have you been sharing things with and they just help you? Oh. Most of all, we thank God for salvation. Oh, thank you. Jesus. We thank Him for forgiving us for our sins. Oh, man, did Things that we did. Oh, Jesus. When we had no other good mind. Thank Him for your salvation. Oh, thank you for salvation. Thank you. I thank you for my salvation. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon. And you have been closer to God before than you are today. I just want to give you an opportunity to rededicate your life to him. Yeah, sometimes when you start to work and life pushes you around a little, you may forget, you know, what he's been to you. But today you remember and you want to say, Lord, I'm coming, I'm coming back. I, I remember. You are here, you want to rededicate your life to the Lord. Just, I'm not going to ask you to lift up your hand. Just come and join me here. Just come. Let us pray together. Because I'm also saying the same thing to God. I'm saying that, Lord, I'm remembering. I'm remembering. Please, just come. Just come quickly. Don't wait for somebody to move you yourself. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. You are remembering. And you are saying, ah, Lord, I'm coming back. Yes. Not that you've even gone away, but you're just coming back. I'm just remind, reminded. You have looked after me. Maybe your father died a long time ago. You always thought that your life would be shipwrecked. But it has not been shipwrecked. You had forgotten in the middle of the difficulties. And today you want to say, Lord, I'm back. I've come back. I've come back. I, I remember. So the my praise is centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, I don't. Father, I just want to thank you for these ones, oh God. Thank you, Lord, that they are remembering your goodness. All is not as they want it to be but they are remembering your goodness. I pray that whatever it is that caused them to forget, you'll sort it out for them in the name of Jesus. Help them always to be aware. Give them the breakthrough that they are looking for. But in the meantime, Lord, keep them close to you. I ask, Lord, that your hand will come upon their lives in another way now. That your anointing will come upon them. Lift up their spirits and lift them up in the mighty name of Jesus. And let it be well with them. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. With all of me, I wanna praise you. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter 
at F O L C I D S. God richly bless you.